Hi, I'm Bob Witte with KPND in Sandpoint, Idaho. If I can be a fan of Skylight Books, LA's world-famous independent bookstore, from way up here in the Idaho Panhandle, then you can too from wherever you are. Visit the website, buy some books. You can even join their membership club and reap the benefits of supporting independent booksellers. Thanks. softer side meet me on the softer side softer side of your heart hi there and welcome to the skylight books author reading series you can find out about this and all of our other author events at www.skylightbooks.com where you can also browse our inventory as well as order books online you can also follow us on Twitter or even be our friend at Facebook.com. If you'd like to talk to a real person, we can be reached at 323-660-1175. And don't forget, Skylight Books depends on listeners like you to help support us. So whether you're in our neighborhood or browsing online, buy a book or two to help ensure that we'll be around for a long, long time. Thanks and enjoy. Our guests this evening... Uh, let me begin with our first guest, Susie Norris, is an author, artisan chocolatier, pastry chef, and culinary school instructor. Her award-winning chocolate business, Happy Chocolates, has been featured on Food Network and in More Magazine. She most recently taught baking and pastry arts at Le Cordon Bleu College of Culinary Arts and Sur La Table in Los Angeles. You can follow her blog at susienorris.blogspot.com or visit Chocolate Bliss dot biz or even get the book chocolate bliss which we have here as, as well and her favorite commercial candy bar or candy bars snickers and twix mine too okay. i hope your favorites as well um, and Susan Heger is a longtime book, magazine, and newspaper feature writer specializing in food, garden design, home, and lifestyle stories. She co-authored From Seed to Skillet, an edible gardening primer and cookbook, which we have here at the store, so please check it out, and is a contributing editor for Garden Design Magazine. Visit her website at www.fromseedtoskillet.com, and her favorite commercial candy bars are Milky Way, and guess what, Snickers. There's a consensus here. Uh, <laughs> and they're both here tonight to discuss their book, Handcrafted Candy Bars. Please join me in welcoming uh, Susie Norris and Susan Heger. Thank you. Ooh, come on in. <laughs> We're going to have a little fun with our mic here. Ah, how's that? We'll switch back and forth. Ah, so you get the idea? Maybe I'm going to go micless. Oh. Handcrafted candy bars. Uh, the idea is to take great American classic candy bars and bring artisan values to them high quality chocolate, homemade ingredients, um, quality nuts, your own cooking techniques. And so we're not saying that commercial candy bars are bad. We're just saying there are other considerations you can use when you make them yourself, such as you don't have to ship them, you don't have to stack them, you don't have to uh, have them have a long shelf life so you don't have to use preservatives, and you, that gives you a lot of freedom creatively. 
So what we'll do today is tell you a little bit about uh, our story on how we got together and wrote this book. And then we will get into the candy bar tasting and look at what components you're working with when you deal with candy bars. So real briefly, I'll give you an idea of what I mean. Since we like Snickers, anyone doesn't like Snickers? Okay. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. We have we have one down. <laughs> we have um, layers. You have your coating of milk chocolate, and in this case, you have a, a, a fairly hard nougat and peanut caramel. When you make this yourself, you can make a hard nougat if you want, or you can make a very soft, fluffy marshmallow-like nougat. You can put peanuts in both the nougat and the caramel. Uh, you can make your own caramel. You can make it quite dark and have a very, very rich flavor. You can make it light and have a, a kind of more honey-like color. You have all these options. And you can also use high-quality chocolate. This is, this is not high-quality chocolate. This is um, generally cheap chocolate. We love it, okay, we but do. it's not that good. It's, uh, it's got a lot of wax in it, again, preservatives. It's got stuff that you don't need in quality chocolate, which we call couverture. Um, the couverture that we used for our handcrafted candy bars, um, you'll see over here we use some dark, and that's Egotard from San Francisco, some milk chocolate, also Egotard from San Francisco, and Valrona milk chocolate from France. So you can step up that, you'll get a lot more flavor than when you're relying on what the mass marketers are giving you because it's cheap and easy. Okay, so that gives us an overview of candy bar components. And why don't I throw it to you, Susan? Okay, yeah. we, we are gonna have um, a question and answer period though. So in case anything occurs to you as we're talking, um, you will have a chance to ask us. And um, we also will be signing books at the end, so don't go anywhere if you, after you've tasted candy bars, if you're inspired to, to get a book. Um, so I'm going to tell you about how Susie and I came to write a book. We've been friends for a long time. And when I first met Susie, she was an executive in the entertainment business. And I was, as I am now, a freelance, basically freelance magazine writer. And um, uh, we really bonded over our love of candy, and in particular, uh, chocolate. And um, Susie quickly took this to another level by taking a class in chocolate making, and then um, going to culinary school, and giving up the entertainment business to become a pastry chef and chocolatier. And around that time, you'd go over to Susie's house for dinner, and dinner would always end with a big platter of these incredible jewel-like handmade chocolates. And it was at that time that I really began to understand the difference between what I thought was great candy and the candy that you can um, enjoy if you, you make your own caramel and nougat and use wonderful chocolate. And I really learned that through Susie. But as has been pointed out, we also love candy bars and bonded over the Snickers. And a couple years ago, we were at a dinner party with a bunch of friends, and the talk turned to candy bars, as it sometimes does. And all of a sudden, everybody was shouting the names of their favorite candy bars. 
and we it suddenly occurred to us it's not just us people really take these candy bars seriously so we thought and even though they're full of chemicals and preservatives and not that much real chocolate so we thought what if we um, can do something about that and Susie can develop recipes inspired by our childhood favorites and we can build a book around that that enables people to do this at home. We make our own pies, we make our own cakes and jams and pickles, why not candy bars? So that's how it started. Right. So let's talk about the payday, a fine candy bar. Um, it's, it's essentially when you, when you look at your analysis, right? It's a peanut nougat surrounded by peanuts. That's, that's your inspiration. So what we did is we took um, another candy substance, fondant, which is a classic French technique. Uh, of, uh, it makes a sugar paste. You can use it as an icing. Um, it's basically cooked sugar. And we wrapped peanuts around it and also put almonds inside of it. And you see here the paydays, the commercial paydays, um, are not dipped in chocolate. They're just peanut and sugar, essentially. And so we've added a layer of peanut, chocolate, and, and um, different textures of nuts. So what we'd like you to do is try payday. We've got some water, you'll cleanse your palate as you would at a wine tasting, right? Or um, perhaps an artisan cheese tasting. And then go for the natural one, the, the handcrafted candy bar. What you should look for, you should get more flavor out of it. Go ahead. Oh, one thing I did want to point out is that um, we do have in the book, we have a lot of variations um, when, we, when we present a candy bar. And we do have, actually, a variation that is not chocolate dipped for anybody who doesn't love chocolate as we do. Um, so keep in mind that there is a recipe that's pretty close to the, to the one that doesn't have the chocolate on it. Okay, so um, you should have a payday on your plate, and then this candy bar is called um, choc chocolate and nuts inside and out. And you can get choose that in dark chocolate or milk chocolate. Chocolate and nuts inside and out. The way the book is structured is you're going to get your candy bar components near the picture, and you'll flip back and forth. They're like, oh, I see. I need I need my toasted nuts. I need my fondant, and I need my milk chocolate. How am I going to do these things? On this one, we have to uh, temper chocolate. Anybody familiar with tempering chocolate? <laughs> Some people, a few people. Um, we go into great detail on how to temper chocolate and why we temper it. 
And let's just say it's not, it's not uh, you, you can take shortcuts if you need to. Basically, if you make your candy bars and you refrigerate them until you serve them, you don't have to temper the chocolate. Um, anybody get um, an, a difference in the nuts between those two bars? Yeah? Well, um, the second one, the, the handcrafted candy bar was made with um, blister peanuts from Trader Joe's. So they're a little crunchier and a little saltier than what you're gonna get from the commercial bar. So those kinds of things, those small little differences are where you can make your, your own candy bars spike with a lot more flavor. And, and actually, while we're on that subject, um, Susie was talking about the benefits of really high quality chocolate. And yes, it does cost more. Um, but before you um, worry that this is going to be an investment in, I mean, a mega investment to do this, there are ingredients where you don't have to spend a lot to get quality. Um, and nuts actually is one of them. Uh, Costco, one of our favorite stores, um, has um, bulk nuts, pecans, walnuts, things like that that you can buy in bulk and they're not expensive and you take them home and you roast them before you use them and they're fabulous. And as Susie pointed out, Trader Joe's has the blister peanuts, the Marcona almonds for specialty, more specialized kinds of nuts. Vanilla is an ingredient that, you, that we recommend that you do spend a little bit more money on. Um, because vanilla is a really special ingredient in sweets of all kinds, but candy, um, vanilla extract, fine vanilla extract, contributes a lot of the aroma that contributes to the enjoyment of your candy, um, as well as the taste. And so it's a good idea, even though we, we have a recipe in the book for making your own vanilla in bulk, which would save you money and result in a very good vanilla. Um, if you don't have time to do that, we recommend a good quality vanilla, such as Nielsen and Massey, or a vanilla from the vanilla company, and sticking with the extract and not the imitation. Ready to move on? <laughs> Anybody uh, a fan of the cup of gold? Or mallow cup? Yeah, we have a few, we have a few. Okay, so the idea is uh, you have a soft nougat inside, milk chocolate, and in their version they have nuts, in ours we do not. Um, so I will do commercial candy bar on this side, and then we'll do artisan candy bars, handcrafted candy bars on that side. So we keep them up. These look a lot more alike. So that is the commercial. The commercial are always a little bit neater. Yeah, these are the four, we call them cup of fluff. For the reasons that, that Susie pointed out. Milk chocolate cup of fluff. The artisan, the artisan ones are a little messier. Yeah. You're gonna notice that. They're bigger. They're messier. Yeah. These are. Um, yes. 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 Yep. Coconut on top. Those are handcrafted. Okay. Oh, coconut on top. Coconut on top. See, that's something you couldn't do and ship those all over because it would fall apart and if they had moisture issues. Now, what is this one? Those. Um, this cup of gold is is the commercial candy bar. You're compared to a cup of fluff. I don't ever eat my cup of 
Malapuk is another one that's similar. Oh, The reason why we couldn't um, tell you this in the book, we don't say, oh, here's the Snickers, uh, here's the Snickers bar. It's because uh, candy bar companies are litigious and they, they protect their copyright. So that's why we don't, you know, we, we give you the idea. And they're inspired by it. They're not replicas. Right. But we also didn't want to rag on the candy bars, the commercial bar candy bars. bars. You know, we love our candy bars. They, <laughs> they have given us a lot of pleasure. You're um, just pointing out how they can be better than they are. Um, and a little healthier. And a little healthier. A little healthier. Are they not healthier? Are they? They can healthier? be. They can be. Yes. Like two hundred calories. Well, here, here's the, here's the part of the health discussion is that very dark chocolate, of course, as we all know, is really good for you. And um, there's a very simple candy, which is the chocolate bark, that is just. Melted chocolate poured over nuts and dried fruit, and you can use um, fruits high in antioxidants like dried blueberries. And you've got something that's pretty close to a health food yeah. there. And it's very simple to make. You don't really have to know anything about candy making to do that. Um, and it's also much lower in fat and sugar than most commercial candy bars or other bars. Right. Okay, the finale. The finale. Snickers. Snickers, we, we got no problem with what's going on here with the Snickers. But we've taken it a different direction, a little bit fluffier, um, a little more moisture. It's almost like more of a, a sauce, almost a marshmallow sauce rather than the, the hard um, kind of hard caramel that we love, but we love this too in a different way. Uh, this is the one with the Valrona, the French chocolate. And you will notice that this is a messy bar. This is a messy bar. It's not nothing sort of tidy about it, whereas the commercial one is just so tight. And there's the handcrafted. So our handcrafted Snickers is called Molten Chocolate Peanut Bars. That's what you're taking a look at now. You should do more than look at it, you should actually eat it. <laughs> and so this uses the white stuff. You notice how um, the white stuff in our variation is very, very white, right? It's like marshmallow color, as opposed to the Snickers bar, which is eh, a little more towards brown. Um, this is this is a a nougat, a soft vanilla nougat, an aerated confection, again from the classic French technique. Air whipped in egg whites, corn syrup, salt and vanilla. That's it. Whereas, who knows what's in that Snickers? We're not really sure. Yes. <laughs> Notice the difference? Oh yeah. Yeah. Susie, are there any more of these? Yes, there are. There are. And if you guys miss some, miss some bars. Any observations about the difference in texture, flavor, 
should get a, what we call a long chocolate finish. You should taste the sweetness of that chocolate and then it, the, the flavor might change up a little bit. It might develop into something a little deeper. Hard to talk with Snickers in your mouth, I know. But we are, we are at our uh, question and answer phase. Who's got a question about candy bars? Sir. So the, the idea is to have, to have these for dessert, right? You would, at a dinner party, it's a kind of a unique dessert. Is that the idea? That is one idea, if you can wait that long. <laughs> um, they, they make great afternoon snacks. They can be used like petty fours. We give you some ideas on how to, to serve them as desserts at home. Um, but you can also, they, they don't transport as well as a brownie. Brownie is kind of the most durable thing you can take to a picnic. But these, if you make them, you we might serve them instead of cookies or at holidays. They make gifts. We give you some ideas on how to package them. But you can, did you say you can plate them like you a dessert? You can plate them like a dessert. A wonderful pool of caramel sauce. And and cut them uh, open and show those layers, which you you know you don't see in a candy bar. And they are very impressive. I mean, people don't see them. They don't expect them. Yeah, Nancy. Oh, oh. Um, that marshmallow stuff is crazy. How hard is it to make that? It takes uh, what did we say? Nine minutes. Yeah. That we got we got a review that timed it and said um, the nine minute chocolate nougat or right. something. You can actually make that a chocolate version of that. We give you both recipes. It's very quick. It's just, it's like a meringue, whipped egg whites. That's it, cooked sugar. Mm, gonna hurt if you do it by hand. A mixer's better. <laughs> a mixer's gonna speed it up. But it's very, very simple. And the stability comes from the cooked sugar. You're cooking sugar and corn syrup. That's why it stays fluffy but it won't stay fluffy long enough for a, for a mass marketer. That's why they don't use it. That's ours, it's fluffier. What's that shelf life? How long can you keep them like in a package and then, or in a refrigerator or both? Um, each recipe has the answer to that. Most, uh, for instance, this, the, the molten chocolate candy, the molten, you know what I mean. Molten chocolate <laughs> peanut bar. The handcrafted Snickers. Um, <laughs> does not like to be in the fridge because it, it attracts water and it gets soggy. So it's fine um, out for a day or two. It freezes really nicely and when you move it out of the freezer, you put it in the fridge, it comes to that cold temperature and that's a fine way to serve it. It'll come up to room temperature and be ready to go. A lot of them do freeze. Yeah, most of them freeze. And the, the, the question is, is when, when do you watch out for moisture? Sometimes when you thaw them, the moisture content changes. And, and this, this would be an issue if you were um, doing this professionally, if you, were, if you were creating a candy bar line. But if for, for home use, it's pretty easy to store them. They're, they're, they're fairly sturdy. I like the specialty Snickers. It's so light and fluffy and not too sweet. Yeah? Ah. Okay, yeah. it's it is different from it's, it's inspiration, it's really the mother bar. But those those are also things that you can learn how to control for your own taste, and that's one of the fun things about getting into this is that you start customizing. Oh, you know, a little bit less, a little bit of brown sugar instead of mm -hmm. you know substitute for the white sugar. Or it, it's it's really fun to do that and to see how they change and to see how they sort of jive with your taste. 
and the recipes are set up so that it's going to give you the technique and the overview of how you do it and you absolutely can change the flavors and if you ever want something like if you wanted to do a Snickers bar that you wanted the nougat not to be so soft you could just cook it longer cook the the moisture out of it so you have some control in there uh, I know that comparisons are done with love but uh, have you uh, have you moved away from the commercial chocolates do you uh, personally do you still Go out and shop for them, or do you, have you switched entirely to the... Let's see, the word shop. <laughs> I go out and there they are. And what can I do? <laughs> um, so I, I definitely, and I know Susie does too, we eat them like crazy. Um, Especially but, at Halloween, boy. It's the right. you know, it starts in, in September. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. did you get it's your a, candy It's yet? a long season. <laughs> um, but the thing about... The handcrafted candy bars do take some time and some planning, but they're really fun to make with other people. So, you know, getting together with friends and making a day of it is so much fun. And one person is stirring this while another person is doing that. And, you know, before you know it, the day's gone and you have this huge, you know, collection of beautiful candy bars for each of you to take home. So. Yeah. There's a lot of salt in the cover. I never really realized until I was thinking about how much salt is in the right. in the commercial. Yeah, yeah, because salt salt has a. a properties of a preservative, so they like salt, and we know um, the whole high fructose corn syrup thing, um, that's also very stable. So the candy bar companies like things that, that you might not approve of in your bar. And you can control salt, you can pull salt back and add more vanilla. All but, that. Yeah, but it, for stabilizing, like salt, salted butter doesn't go bad if you have it out of the refrigerator. You've got to refrigerate sweet butter. So if you make something with sweet butter, it's immediately got to go into the... Right. So there are things like that, that you know, you think about how long that candy bar that you buy in the store has been alive. <laughs> A long time. Um, yeah. On that similar note, uh, was there anything that you ever found in the commercial candies as you were researching them that was like surprising, like any kind of weird things that you might have across and put in them, or stuff that you You know, I, I, I personally had the problem of what is that nitrate thing that I can't pronounce, and, and generally those are in there for texture or shelf life, and texture you can control yourself. You can do a very, very hard caramel. You can do a very fluffy nougat. So you don't need someone controlling that for you. And um, the the shelf life, you don't need you don't need any preservatives in these. You just don't. But there are some weird things that, um, like imitation vanilla, right? That's made from coal tar and wood something yeah, or other. Yeah, yeah. And it's really bizarre when you start looking into some of these things. What is in in them. Um, you, a lot of it is the un, the, the unpronounceable that uh, you know, we're never going to get to the bottom of. But there's also just some strange stuff. There it is. Well, whenever a gelatin is a particularly strange ingredient, that's in your gummies and your um, uh, it might it might gelatin may be in some of these that are yeah, a little bit firm. Yeah, um, and that is essentially made of horse hooves. Um, you know, it's it's a, it's what it is, and so to do a nougat that doesn't—it's basically a marshmallow with no gelatin—is is something you might consider. 
Yeah, no horse I'll still get my gummy bears. I'll still yeah. It's like menudo, right? You boil it down, that gives you that consistency. So, so no. are there any more questions? Well, we'll be have candy over here and signing over yes, here. Please, anybody who came late and hasn't had a chance to sample everything, please come up and we'll tell you the what's real and what's not. Well, Susie Norris isn't here. Thank you very much. A warm welcome for these two. Thank you. You've been listening to the Skylight Books author reading series. Don't forget that you can check out this and all of our other great podcasts at www.skylightbooks.com. Today's music was provided by Fragile Gang. You can check them out at MySpace, Facebook, and the iTunes Music Store. Thanks for stopping by, and we hope to see you soon.